And we are back. We are. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about how to be able to hold a vision for a goal that you're going for, even when it looks like everything is falling apart. Because a lot of times, you know, you hear people like, oh man, I had a vision board, I took action, I got what I wanted, and it sounds like it's a very seamless process. Mm-hmm. And I have found that that's not the case most of the time. <laughs> Which is why I also think there's such a negative connotation around any time you say the word goals with people or you say vision board. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll kind of give it, I had an experience this last week when we were teaching in class. We talked about it a little bit in our Monday morning chat. If you didn't hear this, um, we'll totally kind of give you the very condensed version (laughs) of it. So I have different goals in different areas of my life. Um, depending on, you know, if it's like relationship, if it's career, spiritual, body. And we were talking about, you know, how you can make it uh, an easier process with using a vision board with it and what to do around it. So, And how to use it effectively. Yeah, and how to use it effectively. So we were talking and teaching about that. And one of the areas that we were using as examples was like, you know, romantic relationships. So it was funny how we talked about it one night and then like next morning um, – you know, Amanda had some things like, hey, this is the vision. This is how it came up, came, 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 to, the fruition. Next day, came yeah. to fruition, which was super cool. And hers was like, sounded so nice and so good. And if you listen to this podcast, Amanda's had her stuff. But in this one, especially in romantic relationships, especially in romantic relationships, but this one, it kind of came Love through. Love you, Jeff. <laughs> just came through in a really positive way, which was awesome. And I was sitting here and I'm like, I don't want to tell about mine. I don't want to tell about mine. And I was like, ugh. Nope, I get to. So after Amanda told her things, I'm like, hey, and I also want you to know, because I have sit in class, classes before where I hear this and like, oh, I set my goal, I do this, and then I get it. And I'm like, ah, that doesn't always work that way. So I had had, um, so between when we taught and the next morning, I had had some things happen in my romantic relationships that looked like it was the exact opposite of what I was going for. We gotten into a really intense conversation the night before, and I was just like, I had to do some work around it. It was pretty intense so I'm sitting there telling you know our students I'm like look sometimes and I was telling them exactly what happened this was real time too yeah I was like hey I have some pretty big goals in romantic relationships and how that manifested me getting my goals last night that turned into a fight and they're like all looking at me like wait what What? I'm like yeah and currently right now this is why I'm choosing to see it that way and we had some cool things that played out along that with it if you want the details of it go back and listen to our Monday morning chat And I was talking about like, hey, this is what it was. And so real time while we're teaching class, which we always have either me or Amanda have something that's playing out in real time that we get to preach, practice what we preach and also kind of show the process of what that looks like. And it so, actually makes teaching really sort of easy because yeah. we can give like instead of a theory of this is how it plays out. It's like, no, this is actually the nitty gritty of with this process or this concept or this thing that you're working with, with your clients. Like, and here's the actual implementation. Yeah, because, you know, even as a teacher, when you're teaching something, sometimes it's like we still have our stuff that pops regularly. We still have our stuff that comes up and that we have to work through. And so I'm sitting there telling like, yep, got into a huge fight. And it was actually probably one of the worst. Our fights are really interesting, though, I probably should say. When Dustin and I fight, and I'm using air quotes here, um, we both get kind of like quiet and we'll like say things, but it's not like yelling and going. That's just not our personalities when we have um, disagreements. But it was definitely a very tense conversation. (laughs) Things were definitely not like, 
nothing was said that was mean, but we were having a conversation we've been having for months and months. And again, it felt like we had the same conclusion, but we hit like a new like rock bottom maybe. <laughs> and so I'm sitting in class and telling him like, rock hey. Rock bottom's great because you can build something cool from there. Right, right. And so I'm telling him like, look, so I want you to know that I know I'm still getting what I want. And I walked through the process of I could let go of attachment. I even got to the point, I'm like, hey, I'm going to hold what I want, even if it works out with my current partner that I absolutely love and want it to. But if not, I'm going to stop trying to force and do all these different mm-hmm. things. And that sometimes can feel like a really scary That's spot scary. because you're like, no, but I want this. Yeah, it needs letting, to look like this and how it has to look like this with this person. Yeah. yeah. And so I got to the point, I'm like, hey, Letting this go. And as I'm telling this, I'm saying like, hey, this to me still means I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. Even though this looks like almost the exact opposite, opposite. of what it was. Cool t- cool thing with this, because uh, things are speeding up more, but a lot of times things don't usually play out in a circle like this this fast. But it was interesting having something where it felt like it was a breakdown of everything. It was interesting to watch in the following days how everything that I had wanted came together full circle. All the pieces, like that next day, a piece came in that was going to help being able to make things easier. Me taking my hands off completely, other people stepped in and there's conversations that were had and things were progressed, where by the end of the week, it was like everything that I was wanting came together better than I could have imagined, easier, and it was like already all set in motion. Mm-hmm. So kind of talking about what we want to talk about today is that if you are in a breakdown phase, that's actually really cool. Because here's the deal. If you've created your life in one way where you're desiring to go for something new, it means you don't currently have it. It also means that you have thoughts, behaviors, and beliefs and actions that have supported creating an old way of life. And in order to have something new, it has to break down. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, and especially I, I used to think this a lot before is like when it didn't look the way that I thought that it would look I'd almost like give up on the whole thing see it doesn't work it's not happening oh it got worse when I try to go for this I get that a lot my clients will say a lot everything got worse and I was like before it gets "Mm, better is it worse or is that the demolition phase if you're wanting to remodel your house you have to take things down paint over things break up walls like and that could look messy well, and if you're in construction, it is messy. <laughs> I was going to say, you know it's messy. You know it's messy. Chaotic. But I have almost never heard anybody, when they're redoing a house, freak out during that phase. Yeah. They're almost excited. Oh my gosh, a wall came down. You know, this has now been opened up. Oh, this is, we put tore down this fixture or whatever. That it seems like in other processes, like building a house, we'll just use that one. People are excited during the breakdown phase. But when it comes to your own personal life, all of a sudden we get like freaked out that things are changing when the truth is it has to change in order to get what you want. And well, for me in the past, there was so much resistance around the breakdown phase. Yeah. That's when I'd give up. Okay. okay I don't want this. And I try to go back to where I was, was before trying to put it back, which or, I can't go back. Or you'll double down on strategies for control mm-hmm. in whatever way those, they can show up as manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, they can show up as a, uh, Anger and explosions, they can show up as depression and anxiety. Yep. Intense moments of fear. Mm-hmm. Those are indicators that you 
are probably in the breakdown phase. Yep. Probably in the breakdown phase, which isn't a bad phase. Yeah, 100% isn't a bad phase. And we're going to kind of talk about like some tips and tricks and things that you can do in order to support yourself in the breakdown phase. Because pretty much, I would say almost 100% of the time, this is a part of the process. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll say 99 because there's always outliers. But just think of it like first off is the mindset you have around it. When things start to break down, instead of saying, oh my gosh, everything's falling apart. This is terrible. I'm never going to get what I this want. This must mean that God doesn't want this for my life or universe doesn't want this for my life. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm being redirected. I'm being redirected. See, look, everything got worse. I can't have this now. That is... If you go into it with that mindset, you're pretty almost sure to not get what it is that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. One, because now you're pulling back your energy. You're saying like, oh, I don't want this now. Okay, this is too scary. And you stop doing the things to be able to move forward. Where people who are successful understand that the breakdown phase is necessary and then they frame what's happening to say it's going to continue to keep going to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, hey, because I can, and again, mine happened fast. It doesn't always happen that fast. Mine happened within a week period of time, something that I've been working months for. But that big fight or big really hard conversation actually broke down the last bit of whatever needed to happen for the new to be able to show up, to be able to come in and to be able to experience something new. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the very first one is to say like when something starts to break down, keep your mind focused on whatever the visualization is that you need. If it's like, OK, cool, that wall in my house that I didn't want there anymore just came down. Yeah. And more often than not, though, it's like you're not having to do the breakdown phase. The breakdown phase happens it on happens its own. It happens on its own. It Which, again, how cool. How what easy if, is that? Yeah, what if you're like, hey, I didn't even have to start. I didn't have to go remove the wall myself. The circumstances did it for me. Mm-hmm. So, again, if you're wanting to go for your goal or what it is that you're wanting in something and you're wanting it to be easy, the first place that has to start is you have to see it that it is being easy. Yeah. Look, I didn't even have to do anything. And everything that needed to leave is just happening. So mindset always, I think, is the very first place that you go. How are you viewing it? Mm -hmm. One of the biggest reasons why it's so important of how you're viewing it is because how you view it is the the command you're giving your unconscious mind of what it is to do. If you say that this is a problem, nothing ever works out for me, your mind, which is a computer, literally will take everything factually and that's the the command that you're giving it. Oh, you want nothing to work out? Okay, cool. You'll unconsciously do the behaviors to make that continue to happen. As in, if you look at one of the biggest things that I feel like I've started to adopt in my life is everything is happening for me. Everything is good. Everything is taking there, taking me to where I want to go, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Because I think the biggest thing, too, is like I've looked back on my life that perceives like failures, the job I didn't get or the person that I didn't end up keep dating Mm -hmm. well was that a failed relationship or I failed at getting the job or was it like hey that's not where you need to go right and when you're able to refocus it that way your mind will keep looking for the path to take you to where you want to go yeah and all I will say the biggest benefit of the breakdown phase is to notice what other thoughts feelings and emotions you have wrapped up into having to have the outcome that you're wanting so being able to have your mind focused in on this is happening for me that one has been the biggest shift for me yep the biggest shift So that's on like the mindset Mm -hmm. side. Let's talk about the emotions that come with it. Because in the breakdown phase, things feel real intense. Yeah. And a lot of times that intensity, you know, we use the word intense, 
just because that's we we choose to use the word intense instead of saying it's hard or it's bad mm-hmm. just because for me it brings up a different internal representation of how I'm holding the experience like this can still this can be insanely intense and I can still get what I want mm-hmm. well whereas, but you think about for me means- in my brain if I were to say this is bad that shuts down the part of me that would also still believe that I get what I want. Mm-hmm. Because I, there's a lot of things that I want to have. It. Like I like eating food that has intense flavor. It's like my favorite. Mm-hmm. I want like intense passion. Like there's so many things I want to. Like, there's so many things that you can change what the meaning uh, is by just changing the word. Yeah. Even if it still feels the same, you're already starting to relate to it in a different way. Yep. Yep. So it was really interesting. I... It was one of the afternoons. It was either the second to last day of class or the last day of class. I can't remember. So I was headed home. I got a text message from a, a woman that I'm close to. And like, you guys, she is in huge intensity. Huge intensity. Everything on the outside feels insanely chaotic and hard, which also everything on the inside feels insanely chaotic and hard. And she just messaged me like a broken heart emoji and like sobbing tears Mm -hmm. and I responded back and I'm like hey what's up and she just was saying she's like I don't know that I have ever felt this heavy and things have ever felt this dark Mm. you guys that is what happens when the breakdown is happening and emotions are all over the place yeah it feels heavy and it feels dark Mm mm-hmm and you want to be doing inspired action, but you're like, I don't even know if I'm connected to anything at this point. Yeah. Like, that's a reality. And the, the, and I just sent like a simple little message because the, as she was describing it, there was kind of a metaphor that popped up into my brain. Like, don't you think that that's what every seed feels like when it's being planted? Like you just planted a seed mm-hmm. of what it is that you want to like grow to fruition in your life. Mm -hmm. When you name that you want it and you capture a vision of it, that is the act of a seed getting planted. So the breakdown phase can also be a metaphor for the seed's been planted and guess what? It does feel heavy. Mm -hmm. That that earth that's over it probably feels really heavy. Mm -hmm. Guess what? It probably feels pretty dark because guess what? The light is not getting to it. It's in the ground. You are in the ground. Yeah. And then there's this phase that... In order for a seed to grow, it has to crack. Mm -hmm. It has to crack open. Yeah. And so when we feel like our heart is cracking, Mm -hmm. like, are you saying your heart's breaking or are you saying your heart's cracking? Again, what internal representation does that bring? In my brain, if my heart is breaking, that's a negative connotation. If my heart is cracking, oh my gosh, it's cracking to let the light in so that growth can happen. Yep. Right? So the breakdown phase or the seed planting phase typically is going to come with some level of heavy or some level of quote-unquote darkness mm-hmm. um and it's like in that moment it's almost like there's not that there's nothing to do but when you feel that way you want to our natural fight or flight response is to like try and fix everything mm-hmm. when really it's like a moment of like nope this is part of the process yeah i get to like breathe through i get to show up as best as i can mm-hmm. um but it's not my job to control the outcome of this mm-hmm. And when we let ourselves crack open, a nice little taproot of growth starts to grow up, 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 up. And then you're like breaking the surface. And oh my gosh, it's like you can take a breath Mm -hmm. for the first. Sometimes it'll feel like, oh my gosh, I'm taking a breath for the first time. Yep. I'm feeling the sun on my face for the first time. And then it like grows into what it is always going to be. It's not like um, an oak seed 
gets planted mm-hmm. and then it grows into a thistle. Yeah. Doesn't like, work like it that. It literally doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You plant a seed, it is going to grow like into what you planted. Yeah. It's just can you trust the process of the growing, mm-hmm. the, the planting, the cracking open, the the choosing to hold the vision of like, no, this will happen. Mm-hmm. I just get to let it play out mm-hmm. and trust that what I planted is going to come to fruition. Just like you plant an oak seed, you're going to get an oak tree. Yep. And the only thing that I have found for me is that the only thing that can change that seed from actually coming fully into fruition is what I choose to make the journey mean Mm -hmm. because if I choose to be like oh my gosh this seed is bad Mm -hmm. oh my gosh like I must have just gotten a a, for whatever reason it's it's um fundamentally flawed yeah right like it's the beliefs that will suffocate Mm -hmm. the growth of something Mm mm-hmm yep when I think have holding that and having it, realizing it's going to feel intense. And again, if you're looking at it as the a seed, is like most of the major work happens in the dark, in the ground. Mm-hmm. Once it pops out of the ground, yeah, things are happening, but it's just maturing. It's just growing. You're just most, getting more of what you want. You're just getting more of what you want. Most of the major work happens in the ground when it's dark. So if it feels dark and it feels heavy, cool. That's what phase you're in. Mm-hmm. And in that spot, all you have to do is you just keep holding. Nope, this is where I'm going. It doesn't matter what my mind is telling me and how intense these emotions are. I'm going to choose to make it mean that I'm getting what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to getting what I want. I'm going to hold on to that and keep holding on to it that this is what it gets to be. And again, feeling what you feel, redirecting your thoughts to it, and also realizing too that when you're in that position People might be responding you to you differently. I had two times this week where I had oh, yeah, two different this people. This was super interesting. Where I had two people come up. I was like, are, are you okay? Are you okay, Michelle? Like, I can really feel you. And there's like a lot of intense energy. And it's like, it feels heavy. And it feels like, and they were like telling me all these things. And the first time it came through, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I had realized that one, I feel like I'm trying to step more into feminine energy, which is a lot more feeling. It's not as guarded. Mm -hmm. And so I was just allowing myself to go this process, but not trying to hold it all in so no one could feel it. And it was by the... Oh, you mean you weren't heroing everybody from it? Or myself, right? It's like, cool, this is just what it is. And it was funny because on the second time someone asked me, I was explaining this, like, but there's so much energy running through your body. I was like, yeah, this always... Like, I always have a lot of energy going through and it's actually less heavy because I'm not trying to guard it. I'm not trying to like have it be perceived in a certain way. And so, again, if you're in that feeling stage and people are saying things, one, I could have been. I did come to Amanda. I'm like, hey, so this has popped up twice, which is interesting. I feel like I know what's going on, but like, are you seeing something different? Because one, I just wanted to check in just to see like, hey, if there is something way off, like I'd want to know. And again, having a conversation with her, it was like, okay, yeah, I'm still on the same spot. But realizing that when you are going for something, it's changing your world, but your world is also connected to other people's worlds that they are used to you being a certain way and acting a certain mm-hmm. way and doing certain things. Yeah. So when you start to change that, it's going to shake up their world too. And it has to change their world too, because they've seen you in a certain way and you were this person who did this or acted like this or only went for certain things. And so when you're doing it, be very careful of what voices you are listening to, of what they are making it mean. 
if it's like, well, this is bad. You're not usually like this or you don't usually have hard conversations or you just feel sad or, you know, whatever it is, make sure that the voices you're listening to are in alignment with where you want to go. I will say, too, though, that sometimes because sometimes people talk about like set a goal and tell everybody I'm a little bit more on the opposite Uh, side. uh Where, again, I do get to like be a little bit more expressive with some of the things. But I also find that if I'm saying this, I'm now not having to, I don't talk about my goals and what I'm doing with other people until I'm super strong with it in myself. When I'm super strong with it in myself, then I know it doesn't matter what they say. But if I'm in a place where I'm still doubting if I can hold this or not or if it's going to happen, I don't need other people's doubt coming in to fuel mine. Or even if you're not clear on what it is that you're choosing, Mm -hmm. right? Like having, you know, one, the knowing, like having the clarity of like, no, this is what I get to have for my life. And then I I do too. I have to hold it close for Mm -hmm. a little bit. Yep. Just holding it close for a little bit because it's like, okay, this just feels a little bit, you know, scary or this feels a little bit like whatever. And just being able to hold that close Mm -hmm. because I don't need someone else's doubt coming in and fueling my own. So I think and then you're talking about for me what I would call phase two Mm -hmm. of any time I'm going, you know, for a goal or a dream or whatever. It's like, cool, I get to sit and be with it with myself. And for me, it's myself and God. Mm -hmm. Like having those conversations like God is a really great place for me to, if I'm freaking out, I can throw it up there and I know it's not going to, quote unquote, damage my seed, mm-hmm. suffocate or kill off my seed. Mm-hmm. But then say the heart cracks open and you're in the phase where um, where that little taproot, that little tender, kind of somewhat fragile taproot is starting to grow that's phase two for me where the only people that I share my goal or my vision with are people that can hold it with me in a way that's like they're not adding their doubt to it they're not second guessing me they're not questioning they're just like oh my gosh yes like I I believe that for you too yes go Mm -hmm. and you know there's I have like a really small yeah group of people at least for me, mm-hmm. um, I think part of it is I've chosen it that way. Yeah. But I have a really small group of people that I actually will communicate phase two with. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's not even that they are needing to do anything at all, other than it's nice for me to voice it because speaking also creates. Yep. And when it can be spoken in a container of belief, mm-hmm. the likelihood of it growing even more goes up significantly. Yeah. Versus speaking it into a container full of doubt, fear, lack, scarcity, comparison, mm-hmm. judgment. Mm-hmm. Like that's a totally different container. Oh, absolutely. And so it's like phase two for me when I'm still feeling a little bit in the dark, mm-hmm. still practicing trusting the process, but have a little bit of like a deeper belief of like, no, this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Those are my people that I share it with. Mm-hmm. And then I don't really share it publicly until it's popped through. And they're like, here it is. This is what it is. Until I have like caught a breath of like, okay, yes, this. Yeah. And the sun's shining down a little bit. And guess what? It still might be just like this little itty bitty teeny tiny sprout. Just popping up. But guess what? It has already developed enough of an energetic and emotional and mental root system Mm -hmm. that is solid for that little tiny thing to grow into the oak tree or... 
whatever the flower or whatever the thing is that it gets to grow into Mm -hmm. but for me there's like three phases Mm -hmm. there's the one where i am only holding it with god yep and then i'm only sharing it with the people who can hold the vision with me Mm -hmm. and then the last one is it's like cool i'm totally willing to share it with the world yep because what happens then is when i'm to the point where i can share it with the world oh cool there's like a little bee out there somewhere in the world that's going to come over to my little little um sprout and fertilize it yep gonna add to it yep because for a vision to actually it doesn't matter what you say your goal is Mm -hmm. you will never do it alone oh absolutely it isn't possible from my experience to actually make any big dream happen single-handedly well there's a there's a level that you have to um enroll other people other resources whatever it is well even if you're going for something like your body make no body's just me i'm like well no someone has to make the food you're eating if you're like the clothes you're gonna wear when you work out like there's like raising the cattle it was raising the cattle for me because guess what right now i'm on like less than a quarter of an acre and they will not let me have a cow at my house it's just how it works so it's like all these pieces like everything is like there is a level you do like amanda says you do get other people are gonna be involved to share it. it You do absolutely get to share it. And how you share it totally gets to be whatever works for you. And realizing, though, that every single one of those phases, I'm still using the same principles of what is my mindset towards what's happening. Yeah. Because I feel like I have breakdowns. And I say breakdown as a fact of reorganizing, restructuring, which can feel like a breakdown at every single phase. Mm -hmm. And so every single time I'm like, cool, everything's coming into alignment for me. Mm -hmm. I I don't even have to be figuring out you know which pieces is coming together and how they're coming together is whatever is not in alignment is going away whatever is in alignment comes in for me so everything gets to be for me Mm -hmm. managing the emotions that are coming up for me not sharing because that doesn't work very well with me and I will also say too one of the biggest things in especially if you're having like a restructuring or a breakdown phase is that is not the time to make any decisions you do so good yes you do very, that very, is not the time good. you're deciding to be like i good don't know if i want this Michelle. goal or not maybe this goal isn't what i want or i don't even think that is not the time to figure it out if you want to go through whatever the breakdown is hold the vision long enough and it orchestrates in a way that you really do want something different that is different mm-hmm. but you're not doing it it is not the time to make a decision on if you're going to keep going for this goal or not is when it's hard and I think a lot of times people don't get their goals is because they decide to let it go or change it right when things were breaking down to let something new come in. Mm-hmm. And that is huge because if you're doing that, you guys are going to be, you'll, you'll hate goals. You'll never get them. Mm-mm. You're always breaking you're it down. You're bra- constantly planting a seed, mm-hmm. having some movement happen, and then digging the seed back up. Just like, no, oh, not doing this. Yeah. Pulling it up, not having it happen. So really in that space is holding yourself like a level of commitment to yourself that no matter how hard it gets, I'm going to move through the intensity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move through the breakdown piece and this is not the time I get to decide if I'm going to do this or not. Yeah. Because if you do, you will constantly be never hitting goals. Never get into the next phase. It will always you'll be feel, this thing. And a lot of times you'll feel stuck. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the reason why you feel stuck is because exactly what you said, you're planting it and then you're pulling it back up and you're planting it again and you're pulling it back up. You are in the cycle of planting and then completely ripping it out. Yep. That is, that would, that would feel like a really stuck experience or it would also feel like tons of work mm-hmm. with little to no reward. Yeah. And that can be super, super frustrating. 
So if you're in that phase where you had a goal and things feel like they're completely reorchestrating or your whole house is like come down, you obviously wanted something really incredible. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward and choose to view it that this is happening for me. And because this is happening for me, it gets to be easier because I didn't have to go find what needed to change and do it. Just keep holding to what you are wanting with your vision. Still doing your inspired actions. Let yourself feel whatever mm-hmm. you're feeling. That's, again, another thing that's happening for you. Whatever emotions need to go through. Guess what? Something popped it. So you don't even have to go find them. Nope. And then you hold to what it is you're doing and you do not decide to change the goal in the middle of something hard. That is not the place to do it. Mm-hmm. And when you keep doing that, all of a sudden, everything starts to come in. You start to see how you actually start getting your goals in my mind is faster. I don't even know if the time's actually faster, but it feels, feels way faster. faster. And I get, I guarantee you probably is faster because you're taking your resistance out of it. Mm-hmm. But if you hold to those, those are kind of like the key principles I feel like we use to really hold a goal and make sure that it's I, with surety I get it every single time is dealing with what comes as this is God universe everything supporting me to get here and if it's feeling like something's falling away it was mm-hmm. because that was not supposed to be a part of it yep and sometimes sometimes that is people but sometimes even when you're with somebody it's the old version of what you guys were doing was falling away yeah and you're letting that go for a new version to be able to step in to create something new yep but but and when you do that All of a sudden, it just starts moving faster. You get your goals faster. And then for me, I find it's easier to be in those hard times. Mm -hmm. It's easier to be in these things like, oh, man, I just messed everything up or this happened. Like, give yourself a lot of grace. Sometimes your biggest mess ups, like me picking a fight and having a horrible, you know, oh, I feel like horrible. It sounds like we were yelling. Just like a very intense conversation. (laughs) I could say like, well, I did that. I messed it up. I was like, no. I get to see where I get to check myself. I get to change things, but I viewed it as being something good and then it played out that way. Mm-hmm. And no matter how long, short, or fast it plays out, if you hold long enough, it will. Yes, you might be taking twists and turns that you never would have imagined, mm-hmm. but in my experience, if you keep holding, you will get there. Yeah. You will get there. And it's worth it. If you set the goal you wanted something because you knew you wanted to experience life in a new and better way, keep going. Why not? What else are you going to do? Right? Go back to where it was. So that's what I would say. I mean, because what are we? We're in February now, right? So people have had New Year's resolution New goals. New Year's resolution. That maybe have come and passed or maybe you're frustrated. I did it again. because, Or, or maybe you're the 2% that at this point, the 2% of people that actually set the goal that you're still staying the course with it, it's probably because you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So keep doing it. And if not... What goals have you let go of that maybe when it got too hard or got too messy, you let go of and maybe you just needed to hold a little bit. Yeah. Let things restructure. Maybe those goals and desires really are something that you want and you can still have it. Mm-hmm. You just get to approach it in just a little bit different way, which in the beginning it feels uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And it is once you get into the habit of it, it really does make life really fun super magical because you're looking for everything that's happening oh my gosh this is happening for me and you're able to start in real time kind of having like hindsight you know how we always say hindsight's 2020 and well oh I can see how that worked out for me then mm-hmm. but as you start practicing this you're able to start experiencing it, it in real time yeah oh my gosh this ha- oh this could work out this in a really cool way or maybe this could work out in this really cool way mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're choosing to do just gets to be awesome yeah and it really comes down to what you're choosing and how you're choosing to go through it yeah because truthfully it's going to happen either way and here's the deal. Anytime you plant a seed, anytime you like make a decision to go for something, 
at least in this period phase to where I've grown uh, on my journey. Maybe it's different somewhere else, but there will be a level of like resistance or heavy or whatever Mm -hmm. that shows up. Mm -hmm. So when that shows up, I tell myself, and this has also been really helpful for me too, is that when it feels heavy, when the resistance shows up or even like the illusion of drama is trying to play out, Mm -hmm. that is something to be celebrated. Yep. Because it's an indicator that I'm actually closer. Yep. It's an indicator that something is moving. Mm-hmm. And so like even if I don't necessarily like the way that it feels, mm-hmm. I can I still choose to hold it as like, cool, even when I feel heavy, this is cause for celebration. Yep. Even when I feel angry, this is cause for celebration. Yep. Because something is different. Mm-hmm. And if we do something different, we're going to get something different. Yep. So it just gets to be easy. Anyway, so hopefully that's helpful. Maybe you can start practicing some of it and anything that's currently going on. And mm-hmm. yeah, let us know how it goes. Want to see how you're able to move th- through things in a really cool way. And also, I'm going to just toss this out too. If you are a woman listening to this and you were listening to the different phases that we were talking about as far as, cool, I get to hold it with me and God. And then phase two is I get to share it with... Um, People who can hold the vision. If you're someone that you don't feel like you can share it with somebody who can hold the vision along with you, please reach out to us because we have resources for that. We do. We do. You don't have to hold the vision alone. Mm -hmm. And if there's any part of you that felt anything with that, reach out to myself, reach out to Michelle, um, and we can share what we've got in that regard. Yep. Good, good. Okay. Well, happy visioning and happy, you know, being successful and getting your goals. We'll talk to you guys next time.